What's up, everybody? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Tuck Rule Takes episode 34, the the Shane Vereen episode of oh, Tuck Rule Takes. That's um, my heart good to hear yeah, that name. Yep. Shane Vereen is uh near and dear to it should be every every Patriots fan's heart. Yeah, Super Bowl um, hero. Yes, sir. Damn right. Um I am Mike Sullivan with me as always. Uh, Liam is here. Technical difficulties aside, Liam has figured it out. He is here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Liam, what's up? How are you doing? I am uh, fairly downtrodden. Just the offseason, man. It, it's only day two. and I got to keep reminding myself that. But even though it's only day two, I'm like, <sighs> by now, I wanted, you know, Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson. I want to trade for Deshaun Watson and trade All for Christian them. McCaffrey. So, like, I'm just so disappointed in where we're at right now. And with the news we're going to cover, it looks fairly bleak. So, I we are we are obviously a pretty, pretty heavy um, free agency episode today, um, yep. obviously. But you mentioned you were disappointed. Um, oh, yeah. I am. I am disappointed in something and I'm glad that we didn't uh, hindsight. I'm glad we didn't record the day this news broke that I'm about yeah. to bring up because I think things would have been said. Um, and you, I were, think, you were egregious. I think that couch guy would have reached out to us. Maybe just me. I don't know, but um, would have been Tom, a few choice words. Tom Brady, that fraudulent, son of a bitch is back in the NFL. He is back 40 days. He was retired for or right around there. And then he uh, says, you know what guys, much. I'm back. I'm this back. You sucks. Know, <laughs> screw, screw my family. I don't care about them. I don't want to spend time with them. I, I kept They're seeing all the all tweets. Oh, just a number. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, I don't need them. I kept seeing all the tweets where it was like Tom Brady had to spend like one week in the carpool line at school. And he was like, <laughs> fuck this. I am out of here. Yeah, like, this blows. But um, yeah, Tom Brady's back. And man, I this I I don't even know where to start. I am I am so done with Tom Brady. With I have I have no I have no um no emotional tie to him anymore. You said it before we came on the podcast. He he made us look like idiots. He made us and every Patriots fan look like idiots. We had a whole goddamn episode. Yep, dedicated, dedicated. to the man. His moments and now and now he's back. I'm not. We're not doing that episode again. When no. he inevitably and does it next year. Granted, none of our moments collectively ever were from the year 2020 onward it was all just his patriots career we had nothing to say about his box career so now that he's coming back these moments wouldn't have made our list anyway but still it's principle we went out there on a limb saying he's gone we will put our beef our bias our anguish we'll slide it all aside Mm -hmm. we'll give the man his flowers it now we're just sitting here Looking like fools. He's back. Not even two months later. He took the flowers that we gave him. He he uprooted them and and threw them out. Like I don't. I you had all the people, everybody from fans to his detractors to reporters, everybody, players. They did all their tweets, all their the goat is gone. Everybody came up with their graphics. Oh you God. know the Patriots had Skip their Bayless graphics. Cried. Get Bailey on 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 air, probably on Twitter. He was probably he was probably bawling his eyes out at home. Um, and and now, 
now he got that guy who bought his final touchdown ball for like almost 600 I grand. Saw that. That's useless now. So yeah. now so I, I, would, fucked, I, would hope, right? I would hope Tom Brady reimburses him, but he's not the fraud, no. the dumb There's boy no that shot. he is. So he doesn't know I, that guy shit. You have now, like, it's going to be the awkward thing next year or whenever he retires because he's under a one year mm-hmm. contract still with the Bucks. Who knows when? Um, but now it's going to be the weird thing where it's like, do like are people gonna like how do you think people are gonna react before we talk before like because i don't want to i i can't stand tom brady so but how do you think people are gonna react when he finally does retire now like are people gonna be like okay sure believe it when i see it buddy like like let's wait till the next season starts or like are people gonna do their like like is he gonna get more like an onslaught of like the loving tweets and all this shit and like the graphics now are going to be like retired in parentheses underneath again, like what is going to happen now? Cause I don't know. I, I don't, I've never seen this. It's gotta be just kind of a whole joke thing coming down the second time around. It'll be like Tom Brady retires part two. Like everyone will send, post their big paragraphs talking about how much he impacted their life and then at the end it'll be like again or like you said or like part two like here's my love for you again tom brady and i'm not gonna be one of those people it's he's become because people are always gonna doubt it the next time around i'm sure people are gonna doubt it i mean he had been hinting to it this whole time too it was really disingenuous in all these interviews he had this interview and he was like this is the last time i'm going to talk to you guys till september and then he was back for the interview the week after back for the interview the week after that and he's like oh you could never say never like no you fucking idiot say never retire walk into the sunset it's so disingenuous and so strange to me so when he retires the next time around most people are going to be like he's coming back he's going he's coming back and he'll leave the Tom Brady lovers on the edge of their seat like he'll be he'll be back this can't be the end and everyone else will be like who doesn't like Tom Brady will be like here yeah, well he's gone he might come back and if he does I'll just hate him even more he's he's Brett Favre now basically is what, what exactly. he's chasing the benchmark exactly he has turned minus into the dick picks, I guess where yeah, and who knows? Maybe those come out. I maybe. remember we've we've already talked about Tom Brady's dick on this podcast before. Um, maybe he quite popular. The, the the whole time, it, like you said, it was disingenuous. It was like he was playing coy in the interviews. Like, oh, Tom Brady, you done well? I don't know what the future holds, Bob. I don't know. I might come back. I might do that. No, yeah. idiot. Didn't Say do anything reti- to squash the rumors. Why did he even retire then? That's my thing. What? Like, don't say. And I know his stupid dad came out today and said that, oh, it was probably <laughs> because I, I'm sick of his dad. I, I'm sick of the whole family, except it, it, actually, no, it's really just him and his dad. His kids really are probably fine. Everybody dad. else is fine. Um, Giselle. Great. I'm sure she she's fine. She's fine. But like his his dad came out and was like, oh, the the media like leak of his retirement or their handling of it pushed him to come back from retirement that doesn't even make sense if you're going to retire you're going to retire it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what like Burt Breer or Adam Schefter say on Twitter it's just if you're going to retire retire because now it's this weird thing where it's like so why'd you retire in the first place like like you said that you were satisfied like were you like now you're just coming back to prove what like like to prove that you so like if you don't win this year are you going to do the whole like oh, I'm retired then you're going to get the itch again and come back like I don't I don't get it. Was this a power play to try to get off the bucks in the bucks that ha fuck you? You're staying here. What, what was it? I, would I don't hope get they would it. do that. 
Uh, I think it was more or less his dad just kind of confirmed that he put the retirement thing out there as like a big headline rumor. Like he knows he's he's not stupid. He know him and LeBron and figures that are so prolific like that, Cristiano Ronaldo and the greatest figures in their respective sports know that they can put anything out there and they will take away all the news from anyone else. So Tom Brady puts I might retire out there. Everyone's flipping shit. It trumps every other news article. And then everyone comes out with their article saying Tom Brady's done, Tom Brady's done. And he hadn't put the article out yet. It had been leaked. He didn't do it the way he wanted. So everyone's already saying he's done, he's done, he's done. So his dad's like, oh, he felt so much pressure. He had to retire. And it's that's absolutely not it because you could have just waited. He could have waited up until right now or yesterday, whenever he decided to unretire. He could have waited. There's no reason why he had to do it so early in the offseason. Just wait it out. Keep the suspense. Hell, you can keep the headlines going. People would have been wondering up until yesterday, all these last couple months, what's, it, what's he going to do the last 40 days? Would have just built more and more tension. Is Tom Brady actually coming back? He hasn't announced anything. Peyton Manning took like a month and a half to decide. You're not rushed at all. It just seems like either this was very poorly planned, which I can't imagine it is by Tom Brady and his PR guys that he probably Mm -hmm. plays pays plenty for this. Mm -hmm. Or Tom Brady's just an innately selfish kind of uh, fame and spotlight hogging individual. It's so strange to me. It's really sad. It's it, that's it. It, it. I feel like it's kind of both of those because we mentioned it when he when he did the, when that whole retirement thing. Because now we can't even call it that. It's like the whole like pseudo fake retirement debacle situation came up. Yeah, where it was you know the retirement part one, where like it it, it was Everyone all very... knew it was barely a retirement because he kept like a, you said he kept hinting to it. It wasn't like yeah. Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan retired. You heard nothing from oh. him, and then like a year later. He sends a faction that says, I'm back. Oh, and that's the only oh, thing you heard. That's the only thing. There wasn't no hint. He doesn't go to games. He's like, oh, if I was still out there, I'd be cooking them young bloods. And everyone's nope. like, oh, Jordan might want to come back. Nothing. Silence. Disappeared into his bat cave to smoke his cigars and suit up for next year. Tom Brady didn't get ready to come that. back. No, he didn't. So it's like it's it's been the that entire situation was sloppy, which was weird, which we haven't seen from Brady's yeah. camp. Well, actually, no, how, which we haven't seen from Brady up? when he was on the Patriots. After he left yeah. the Patriots, all all bets are off. He's been kind of sloppy. Everything from you know almost getting you know breaking COVID protocols in Florida, all this stuff. No one wants to talk about it. That's fine. But like it just from from that to to just the. Like the like you said, the selfish nature of it, where it's like, why, why even retire in the first place? Don't say that you felt pressured because, because if someone's gonna pressure you to retire, like, how can you be pressured to retire? I can understand being pressured to like call a play or throw the ball to someone. No one would ever would ever pressure me to retire from the sport that I love. And then also, who is he to give into the pressure if the dude doesn't? get pressured into eating regular ice cream. Like why would he get pressure into retiring, doing a huge career decision that affects his whole life? Exactly. How old are you? Exactly. There has to be, there's, there's something, something happened. And I, and I, like, I think we know what it was. It was, he, he, he retired and then he got the itch to play again. And like, and he's come, but it's just one of those things where like, when you retire, like, dude, you have like, like, 
retire, just make the decision and stay retired. Like don't, or just don't do it in the first place. Don't make it. So don't rush it so much. Like he could have came out and said, Oh, you know, I know that, you know, Schefter said this and all that, but you know, I haven't made a decision yet. You know, I will reach out to everybody when I do, but, but instead, no, he retires. He gets his whole, the whole loving goo goo gaga, all the loving, the ball tickling everything. And then all of a sudden he, he comes back and it's like, dude, I, the, 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 the other part that's annoying me is all these Patriots fans that I saw and talked to who were shitting on Brady for not say for not bringing us up or just shitting on him for just since he left the Bucks. Now, all of a sudden he comes back. It's it's slates clean. We all love him again. Yeah. Oh, Fuck that. You are you Patriots fans who feel that way. You are just as fraudulent as Tom Brady is because you're, you're sitting there and, like you're going to. You're going to talk all this shit to someone. Then they come back and you're like, oh, no, I'm just kidding, Tom. I love you. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't. TB12, TB, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah, Throw me, me like you threw the Super Bowl trophy, baby. Oh. Piss off. So stupid. I hate it. I hate it. It's just it, like because now. We're seeing the same shit again, where you have all the fans who are like, we need to have this undying loyalty to Brady, all this shit. No, we don't. You know what? Because Tom Brady didn't even have undying loyalty to the goddamn sport. He left it and then came back. He's 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 he's, he's acting like he's bigger than the sport. Dude, retire, Do you see what Bruce Arian said about him. Uh, like like before Brady came back, right? When he said something like. Uh, yeah, well, because they, they were asking him. Oh, it might have been after. It was something along the lines of like, yeah, he just like couldn't stay away from the limelight or something like that. Or it was like kind of a backhanded compliment where he's like, he's just can't, can't stay away from the limelight or get enough of the limelight or something like that. I, figured, I was just trying to look for it and I couldn't find it offhand. I didn't want to waste any more time doing it. I remember. But I, Bruce, I kind of Bruce Arians, just if he's the coach saying that. And I think there is some conflict between Brady and the coach, but if he's a coach saying it, it's like, that's what most people are feeling. Yep. But they're, they won't see past the, Oh my God, Tom Brady, I fucking love him. Uh, goggles on them. Bruce Arians. Cause he has to be professional. He has to work with them. He can have these opinions that separate, you know, Tom Brady, the dude from, you know, his quarterback and whatnot. He, he sees it. And if, the dude who's supposed to be in your corner defending you is saying stuff like this. It's a huge red flag. It's suspect. The Bucs aren't winning shit this no, year. They're not at all. The but the but when you brought up Bruce Arians, I thought you were gonna bring up when he um because it was I forget it was a couple weeks ago or maybe it was just a week ago. They I forget what the question was, but Bruce Arians was like, Well, let's not act like I'm I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the quote here, but he was like, Let's not act like Brady was the only one on the field. You know, there were there were 30 something other guys on the field, like it wasn't just him. And Arians got criticized for that comment. Bruce Arians got criticized for giving credit to other players other than Tom Brady. This is what Tom Brady does to people. You can't give anybody else credit. I see it with all the fans. You get any any player, like especially Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers hits any sort of milestone. Aaron Rodgers gets a contract. Aaron Rodgers does anything. All you see in the comments are, oh, well, Tom Brady, this Tom Brady, that it's like you people yeah. are so you your heads are so <laughs> far up Tom Brady's ass that you can't let a coach, a, a head coach compliment the other players on the team because you think that it's that it's taking taking something away from what Tom well, Brady. They're, did. they're all squids, Mike. They're all squids, except for Tom Brady. He's going out there with D3 athletes and winning all these Super Bowls. I don't get that. That's the thing I don't get. Cause you're saying that Tom Brady, that, that Tom Brady isn't, isn't playing with, 
with um with you know anybody but yet when tom brady retired you all still said that the bucks are going to be good so yeah. haha hey, caught you in your they're, stupid little they're all line. of a sudden the favorites to win the super Bowl again yeah, get, the bucks aren't the bucks are getting bounced in the playoffs earlier than they did this year the bucks yeah. are not going to be great they get they signed they signed what's his name gauge from um from the falcons oh Russell good. gauge did yeah, they Russell gauge I oh, like nothing. I like him. Nothing special. I mean, nothing. You know, nothing bad to and say. And of course, about him. they got one of our guys too. Which we'll of course, yeah. No, we will talk about that. But um, yeah, it's just I, I, I'm, I'm sick of Tom Brady. I was happy that he was finally going to be gone from the NFL. Call it sour grapes if you want. I'm sure there's some sour grapes in my pants. Of course there are. It, I mean, the dude, the dude left us high and dry, and then kind of talked shit on his way out, and then all that. I'm not going to rehash everything with Tom Brady. I'm done with him. <laughs> I, I hope this is the last year. Like I, I don't, I don't know what his what his goal, what his plan was for the last year of his career. But he has yeah. fumbled. He has fumbled at every single turn from from ending the year, from retiring to his posts to everything. He has fucked it up. Yeah, and I just want to say for those people that would look at us and be like, "Oh, they're just butthurt like fans because Tom Brady left us." It, yes, in a sense. But at the same time, like we wouldn't have this second criticism if he could just stick to a decision, like play or don't play. And that's it. It's that's like, it. don't just don't bounce around. Don't beat around it. If, if you prolong and kick around and give hope to stuff like this, it's always going to lead to a worse outcome down the line. And that's what our real gripe is right now is that yep. he couldn't just do it or not do it instead it had to be this weird in-between thing that went on for 40 days trying to prove that he's okay with retiring when clearly he's not dumb and that and you you hit the nail on the head i think both of us at least i think the majority of patriots fans we we buried the hatchet to an extent they're, they're still yeah, we had the respect when we did the episode i was like exactly fine, yeah we did the whole end. episode we looked like idiots we didn't we didn't again like we didn't for 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 I don't know if we forgive or forgot either way that there was still that feeling there it was never going to be the same but it was kind of one of those things where it was like you know what you're retiring like thank you for everything you did awesome like whatever our big fight was the reason we divorced all that stuff let's put it in the past we the way i i want to equate it tom brady and us me you we were we were a divorced couple that we just happened to see walking down the street and i was like ah tom like How's it going, man? You know, we had the worst divorce. There were plates being thrown. Yep. There were custody Nasty. battles. There were lawyers, yep. all that stuff. Pulling but you know the what? kids by each arm. There were, yeah, yeah, pulling their arms off. I don't care. Kid, dogs are raining from the sky. But, yep. but you know, after all that, though, time does heal wounds. We were like, hey, Tom, you know what? Awesome, man. You know, I- I'm happy you're doing well. I'm sorry things happened with us, how they so did. Let bygones be bygones. Thank you for all that. And then you know what Tom Bray did? He called us and said, hey, baby, I still love you. And now what? And now yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh, but actually I hate you. So guess what? The animosity is back tenfold. Tom Brady, you are my villain going into this year. Um, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think the the last villain I really had was Peyton Manning. I want to say, yeah, Tom Brady, you are my villain going into 2022 and beyond because who knows? You might want to fake retire, come back, and you know, or go Eli. play with that. I don't Eli know. could be a villain too. Eli, he, he Eli just wasn't was more very a situational good. villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was more like when we like when I play him, I hate him. Tom Brady, it's just there's just a, always a low level of just disdain now. Yeah, because he oh, is yeah. a dink. So I don't I don't want to talk about him anymore. Do you have anything else to say before we move on to you know nope. the, the the team we actually care about, the Patriots? I'm blowing all my steam. 
God, I, uh, God, I, I didn't think, I didn't think I was going to get so upset with him. Um, so the new England Patriots, this is day two of free agency. Um, safe to say that I think a good amount of Patriots fans are, are a little, a little ruffled. Their feathers are a little ruffled right now with what's been going on. Um, I don't think in, in, you and I haven't really spoke about how we feel about anything going on. We have kind of, you know, we sent, you know, what's going on back and forth between all the players and everything. Let me just do a quick out, uh, an overview of what's gone on with the Patriots free agency side, um, kind of who's in, who's out, and then we'll dive into it. So, so far as day two kind of ending, it's almost eight 30 now as we record this, um, on, on the day before Liam's birthday. Of course, I was going to say um, So, Patriots so far, they have signed or re-signed Devin McCourty, Matthew Slater, Nick Folk, Jacoby Myers, and James fucking White. I think um, I don't think you get any complaints from either one of us on any no. of those signings. Contracts, everything not. is fine. Um, I mean, you got, you know, I think Slater's making under $2 million. His cap hits under $2 million. I think McCourty's is like right at two. Myers is making what 3.9 or something like that. Yeah, like you can't, that's a deal. You can, and then James white too is making under 2 million. I think too, uh, and like, like a cap hit there. And then Nick folk, obviously you need to have a kicker. We saw kickers fuck up last year. Always good to have a good kicker. Um, yeah, Nick folk was never one of them. Yeah. 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 Nick folk would just kind of steady, steady as can be. Um, now the people that we have lost, um, I'm going to list them and then list the people who are still in limbo the one guy we added, and then we're going to go back to this list. So people who are out right now, JC Jackson, Shaq Mason, Ted Karras, Kyle Van Noy, and Chase Winovich, the people who are still in limbo, who we haven't signed. We don't know what's going on. Our own free agents, Trent Brown, Dante Hightower, Jawan Bentley, and Brandon Bolden. The only player we have added from another team is Mac Wilson, linebacker from Cleveland. Liam? I will give the floor to you. Where do you want to start with the Patriots? Who they? I don't. I don't think we need to talk about who they've added. The the five guys I named earlier. Where do you want to start with uh, with this this list of people? I think uh, it's expected that we'd start with JC, but I don't want to do that. I want to go off the beaten path here. Let's hit the trail, shall we? got him with that one nailed it all right i want to talk about (laughs) i want to start with shaq mason because this one hit home you said this to me earlier today and i was uh, i was pretty rattled and it fits because we were just talking about the Bengals. this one hit this one hit home It, it felt like uh you know they deported a relative that i loved dearly it wasn't a good feeling uh just the hours afterward i was quite sad and it's even worse to send him to the Buccaneers. Tom Brady is back with his stud guard. Is there any reason that this guy isn't a top five guard in the league and hasn't been for the last five years? Did you see any dip in production whatsoever? Last year, he I think we brought it up two weeks ago. You didn't yeah. hear much of him last year because he was so good. And I think that's a that's a sign of a great offensive lineman, yeah. unless you're a left tackle. That'd be if you don't hear your name, you you're doing very, very well. So I, I hopped on the film and I was looking at it and he's still rated very high by all the metrics like pro football focus and stuff like that. I'm not a big believer in pro football focus. From what I saw, it seemed like he was just as consistent as the years before. 
if anything, there was some struggle due to the constant shifting around to the line, and he's a stud. He should be able to handle that. I don't make that as an excuse for bad play, but it was never really that bad. I think they looked at that sample section when Trent Brown was gone and how bad it was, and they were like, damn, like Shaq can't hold it down, but goddamn, he's a guard. Yeah. I mean, he, Shaq, Shaq Mason. Um, So just to kind of fill in what happened, Shaq Mason got traded to the Bucks for a fifth round pick. Now I, before I, I want to, I saw people getting upset that it was only a fifth round pick. Let yes. me, I, 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 it was shocking at first because Shaq Mason is arguably one of the top, not even arguably, he's one of the top three guards in the he league is, yeah. or, or at the very least at his position, his guard. But, um, the thing is with the trade compensation, and I know for someone like that, you should get more, right? But you have, you have to get at, a player. Look at it this way. If you're the Patriots, you have you don't have any any leverage, first of all. Second of all, you can't force the other team, which was the Bucs. I don't know who else was involved. I'm just going to use the Bucs because that's the only team that we know was involved. You can't force the Bucs to give you more. You can always ask for more. But the Bucks are going to, you know, I'm sure the negotiations happened and they landed on a fifth round pick. Now, yes. from from the Patriots point of view, they had to unload someone to get more salary cap. They had to right now the the number they were at just financially, they could not go into the year or that they could not do anything with that number from signing yeah. your draft picks to filling out the like you just physically you could not do it. So they had to do it somehow. Shaq Mason, the way I see it, if I'm Bill Belichick, I look, okay, Shaq Mason, awesome guard, but you know, you know, your track record finding offensive linemen. I mean, Shaq Mason was drafted by Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick has arguably, and I think we've said it for as bad as he's been drafting receivers, he's been just as good drafting offensive linemen. And I guess the offensive line um, uh, market right now, very low. In fact, there's someone they're talking about bringing in who I'll bring up in a second. But in like the, the, the scuttlebutt around the league is that the Pats are looking to get some edge rushers and some offensive tackles for, or, or, or one of the two or, or, you know, one from each pool of players. We already have an offensive tackle that we should just be resigning right now. Oh, oh, and I'm sure Trent Brown, by the way, and I don't know if this is uh, well, well, I guess we can kind of mesh him in here, too. I, I still just think it's a foregone conclusion that he's coming back. I mean, he, he changed his profile picture to like uh, like an animated dude wearing all Patriots colors, like a Patriots uniform. So like, I don't, I don't see like, unless I, I don't know, I call me, you know, naive or whatever, but I'm, I'm assuming that Belichick, the Patriots got Brown last, last off season thinking they were going to have to sign him this off season. So I'm, yeah. I'm assuming he's coming back. So if you're looking at the people that have left, Right now you have, again, this is assuming Trent Brown's back. You got two offensive line spots that need to be filled. Mike Onwenu is going to fill one of those spots. He is a starter. He is great. He was actually, and I know, but neither one of us put too much weight into pro football focus, but they do rate everybody accordingly. So in that sense, it kind of makes sense here. He was rated as one of the best offensive tackles. I mean, offensive guards in football last year. So he's going to fill in fine not worried about him playing. So you're really just looking to fill one thing. So Shaq Mason leaving bill Belichick's looking at this, like, okay, listen, I got to get cap space. We have to do it quick. Otherwise you're going to lose out trying to get other players, you know, like what if you are in the Allen Robinson sweepstakes, which I think we both kind of hope they are. If you're in that sweepstakes, you can't, 
you can't just sit down and lollygag and dilly daddle and not, you know, make moves. You also can't sign him until you make more cap space. So who yeah. knows if they've been talking to him and Robinson is leaning his way or not even Robinson. Let's just say just any other free agent is leaning towards signing with the Pats. But then the, their agent is probably like, hey, uh, you guys got like four or five million dollars in cap space. He's like, oh, hold on. Let me fix that. Shaq Mason, who wants to go? Bah, bah, bah. Fifth round pick is the best we can get for him. Let's send them away. You know, it's kind there are of other it's, things you can restructure, though. I totally get that. There are. Oh, yeah. No, double ended sword. Give, yep. you know, give an extra year to Hunter Henry or somebody that we yep. really like that we believe is going to be around here for a while. Somebody who balled out last year. That's why I use Hunter Henry. Like he's mm-hmm. he's kind of my go to for me. He was he was a big baller last year yeah. in the touchdown Love department. So, so I give him another year. No problem. Stretch that contract out, free up more money and then letting Ted Karras go. Something tells me he was kind of their idea for a, an insurance policy because they were like, yep. all right, we're trading Shaq Mason. We'll just re-sign Ted Karras. They offered him a three-year, $15 million deal. He took the three-year 18 with Cincinnati. He's gone. Now can't, we have can't, more can't holes for that. today than we did yesterday. It's like, mm-hmm. God, what the shit are we doing? And uh, I get you're saying you don't want to trade for another player for Shaq Mason because that takes up cap space. Is that what you're saying? Oh, oh no, no, no! I'm saying that uh, they just they just had to get rid of Shaq Mason to get another player. They literally yeah. wouldn't have been able to sign anybody unless they got cap space. I know, like you said, if you extend Henry, I think you get like three or four million dollars extra and all that stuff. But yeah. they did. There's a bunch of different stuff they can do beyond just that. I'm assuming they needed space now, and it's one of those things where like you can kind of like do it like just do it now and who knows like maybe they are going to extend henry which is awesome i mean i i mean there's other ways you know they can trade Aguilar, which neither one of us are really too high on no. but they and i know you're a lot you less particularly high on no, than yeah, I am. yeah yeah no i hate um, the idea it makes th- my there are wrong. there are things they can do but but sending Shaq mason away not only do you not have to pay him 10 million dollars this year or a little bit more you get the cap space this year and then you also get which i didn't know until i saw pat's cap on uh twitter tweeted this out they got 8.8 million dollars next year as well so again no one of course paid we're not we're not putting too much stock into that because we don't know what's going to happen but it's just one of those things where i think belichick probably feels comfortable that he is going to sign Trent Brown because otherwise, why would you do this? Right? Like you, yeah. that's another reason why. So he probably feels comfortable that he's going to send them away. Do you know the player who they, and I hope, I hope that you like this player. Cause I, I hope that your, that your hatred of this team doesn't come into play. Do you know the offensive lineman they're talking about bringing in to fill Shaq Mason's hole or, or like they'll, they'll kind of shuffle it around however they do. But have you heard the player that they're talking about bringing in? It can't be Lyle Collins, right? Goddamn right it is. <sighs> so the the rumor is that they're the Patriots and the Cowboys are talking about doing a pick swap. So whatever, put second, third pick, whatever pick it happens to be. And then also just sending them sending Collins over here. Um, I would like that. Everything that I've seen is that he is he's going to be healthy to start the year, which is yeah. right because when he's healthy, one of the, I mean, the Cowboys for years have had the best offensive line. That's why they made Zeke Elliott look like a world beater, even though he really kind of overrated. Sucks. But the, the Cowboys have always had a good offensive line. So if you're talking about if your offensive line is going to be Isaiah Wynn, Lyle Collins, um, David Andrews, Mike Nwenu, and Trent Brown, I'm rolling with that shit all day, all day. 
I love that line uh, again. Who like Shaq Mason is like, if you want to compare Shaq Mason and Collins, that's fine. I would say Collins has been better. Like, Oh, for, he, he has a more proven track record. Mason has been really? fine, but it's really been just the last couple of years that Mason has been really, really good. Um, but He's either way, I, steadily, I think, consistently I, pretty good. I think, I think it's kind of a wash with those two because I think that they'll they'll both like I I don't think that Collins will be any sort of a sore spot on the line if um if he comes in here. So I there there's a lot there's still a lot of moving parts which is why I I hesitate doing the whole like the sky is falling thing that I'm seeing a lot of Patriots fans do um because it's like you can't you can't judge like like you can't judge a pizza before it goes in the oven and cooks. So you can't judge this like you you've only seen a quarter, a third of the moves that are happening. You have yes, no idea. That's why I said happen. it's only day two. Yeah. Like like looking at it, of course, you're looking, you're like, shit, well, Shaq Mason's gone. Like what is, what is the plan? Like Trent Brown still isn't signed. Um, but if if you're looking at it other than those two things. Like, I don't know what else Pat's fans are upset about. Like, like they just got outbid on Ted Karras. Kyle Vanoy was gone. I mean, Kyle Vanoy, great, but I mean, not, not gonna, I, I mean, you know, I, I don't think that's like the end of the world type thing. Well, that's because you got your boy Ronnie Perkins waiting in the wings. Don't even, don't even get, I, I'm going to have to take a hot, a, a cold shower if we start talking about Ronnie Perkins oh. again. Um, JC Jackson got 16 and a half million um, from the Chargers, 40 million guaranteed. Good for him. Awesome. Pats weren't and couldn't pay that. So it's just, it's, it's one of those things. The, the draft is also corner heavy, linebacker heavy. So yep. I don't know what's going to happen, but with Shaq Mason, it's alarming to see that he got traded and just for a fifth round pick and all that stuff. But I feel like we go through this every single off season with everything Bill Belichick does. There's always moves that make you go, what the fuck is going on? But come like week four or five of the season, you're like, oh, okay. Like I, I kind of get it. Not saying he's perfect all the time, but for the most part, and especially at this position group, you're like, ah, okay. I, I get it. You know, now again, if there's a shit ton of injuries and all that stuff, no one can, I mean, no one can can guess that's going to happen. Like it is what it is. But so I'm not saying that I'm pumped. Shaq Mason's gone. I'm not, but I, I do also want to wait and see what they do to, to fill out yeah. that thing. So I, Don't it, get me wrong. I, I'm still a big in bill. We trust type guy. I'm sure something's coming down the pipeline. Of course, like of you course. said, they're not freeing up this cap st- space for no reason. They're not just going to sit on this and be like, Hey, we have all this money. No, just to carry it over to 2023. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, there, there's something going on. And like, we know this, we're, we've been speculating and I have a, a bunch of different guys that I've been looking at that I really hope come one in particular is Jarvis later who just got released. I really, really would like that. We talked about that on the show with Al. I know you weren't super hyped about it. I really like the idea. It's counterproductive because he's kind of a slot receiver, but I think that, you know, he, he's just a talent. He's, he's good. A talent. He's good. You put yeah, him on the is, outside, he and he's one of the guys that I'm sure Bill looks at, and he's like, I would love to have somebody like that on my team. I wonder – I wonder what it is. And that's the thing. We're all so impatient. It's the second day. I know something's coming, but my problem is, like I said, we just have more holes than we did before. Like it's, it almost seems like they fucked up. Uh, Even though, like you said, there is some benefit 
they're they're making space to get more guys. I can't help but think like they're screwing this up. We really wanted JC Jackson throw the franchise tag at him. He gets the bag with the Chargers. Now the Chargers are stacking their defense. It's it's a tough. Season. They got they got uh, they got Khalil Mack. The the Chargers did. Know, don't Which, remind me. Although I think he's kind of washed. I think, and I mentioned that about Khalil Mack. How often do you see a player who is talked about how he is or has the talent that he is get bounced around so much? Like it is, it is weird. It's the right? same thing with Amari Cooper. There's something wrong. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. Which Amari Cooper, good for you. Go to the Browns. He's gonna go dwindle away on the Browns, which He's is fucked. um that's that's uh that's just silly. Um, I, I so I don't. I don't, well, actually, you know what? Since since we're talking about receivers, um, and again, we we can we're gonna bounce around to every position, every side of the field, all that stuff. Um, receivers, I I know we both wanted DJ Shark. He went to the Lions. Um, good, good for you, I guess. Um, and I know I saw people saying because I guess his deal is worth uh ten up to twelve million or something like that. The Patriots could have signed. The Patriots could have done that. If the Patriots got DJ Shark, you're not getting McCordy. You're not getting Slater. You're not getting James White either. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, do you take, which has been Belichick's MO the entire time he's been here. Do you take the one quarter or do you take five nickels? Five, yeah. 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah. So he, and, and I think I, I had to, I, I had to make sure. So and I think the, the nickels that he took in this case are very important. Very yes. important. I, I mean, like, not even just for next year, just overall career wise and building up the Patriots brand. You gotta gotta keep McCordy. You gotta mm-hmm. keep these guys, they're lifelong Patriots. Slater, he's not going anywhere. McCordy, both of them are retiring Patriots. It's good for the overall brand name. We take care of players. If you are gonna put in this service for us for so long, take pay cuts after pay cuts after pay cuts and just wanna win with us and win with us, we're gonna take care of you until you go out on the out the door in your own style. That's what I, I didn't even think of that, where it's like that. It probably sends a message to players, too, where it's like, listen, if you put in the work and, you know, you you express that you want to be here. I mean, James White, I guess they um, someone someone texted him, some reporter, whatever. And he was like it was between the Patriots and the Raiders, the fucking Josh McDaniels. Um, but what James White said, he was like, yeah, the Patriots wanted me. And that was really all that was really all that needed. Yeah, to that's said. all that matters. So like it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, the Belichick does what he can to shed that stigma that he doesn't care about players that, yeah. you know, he's ruthless and all that. And don't get me wrong. He can be ruthless at times. I mean, it, uh, of course, but if he's also showing like the players who are career Patriots, Matthew Slater, Devin McCourty, James White, um, and I not, but you know, like, yeah, they're going to they're going to take care of you if you want to take like if you want to come back and produce again the key word is produce if you're not yes. producing you're not coming back but if exactly. you're good you're going to come back which leads me dante hightower what what do you think is going to happen because i think more and more as it goes on and i hate to say it i think he's gone because I, it, it seems like they're moving towards the, the, the smaller, younger, quicker linebackers. You know, the guy, the guy they got, um, what's his name? Um, Mac. Uh, Mac, yeah, from uh, Cleveland. He's, he's a little quicker. He can cover. He's, he's a little undersized for the position. But 
they're kind of going in that direction. But so are we really going to replace Dante Hightower with Mac no, Brown? No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. I think I, I think it, it would end up being a. I don't even think the the defense that they would run. You wouldn't even have a Dante Hightower to replace. Like I don't think you're going to have like that necessarily that exact position that you're still going to have. So you're saying they just kind of scratched the position in general. Like they don't need a run stopping middle linebacker. Now they need a pass coverage middle linebacker. Not quite because because with Hightower, his thing was literally what he did was strictly go against the run and rush the pass. I think they're looking for more hybrid people. Of course you always want like, you know, linebackers. I mean, it's a linebacker. Yeah. You need, they need to be able to do it all in a Need to be able to need to. So I think, I, I think it's just their, it's just more of like a philosophical type of a slight little tweak. You know, it's, you know, a Belichick is old, but he's not a dinosaur. He still does see what's going on with the league. And he tries to kind of move with them, go against it. Sometimes all that stuff. I, I think there's definitely still a place for Hightower on this team. I mean, I think if he's on there, he by no means is he a, is he a weakness on the team? If he stays, you know, I, I, I feel like what happened or what has happened right now is the Patriots were like, listen, this is what we want to give you. Hightower said, okay, I'm going to go out and see what's going on. And the Patriots said, cool, come back to us. And the same thing they said before when he hit free agency, they said, Hey, come back to us, whatever you have. If we want to match it or get close, we'll give you our thing and go from there. And I think that's what's going on right now. And I think the fact that he hasn't been signed by anybody else, the longer he goes unsigned, the better that is for the Patriots. I think. Because I think he, he yeah, might be definitely. out there looking around and then come back and he, then he's back. And that's why I think even to this point, it's still only day two. I think he's coming back. I think it's one of those things where he sees, you know, we're criticizing what the Patriots are building here, but he sees what they're building for the most part and knows that just like Devin McCourty and Matthew Slater, he's toward the end. He's not going to start somewhere else. It would just be a whole lot of work. If he absolutely has to, I'm sure he will, because he'd probably get a decent bag for it. But that's just a lot of extra stress on the player. And you look at players like Matthew Judon, and what a stud this dude is, just going out and petitioning for every Love player. Him. DJ Chark, where are you at? You know, Alan Robinson, what are you doing, kid? Like, he's just reaching out to everyone. I love it. He's giving us the LeBron, Le GM treatment from our outside linebacker position. Dude is absolutely crushing it. I'd love to see that. And I'm sure Hightower sees this stuff where he's like, damn, like, these guys are proud to be playing for this team in a way that I haven't seen probably since they were winning all these Super Bowls. He's like, Mm -hmm. am I really going to leave now when I have, like, two, maybe three years left? I think, if anything, he comes back at the end of free agency. He waits a while, and he's like, all right, what do you guys have left over in cash? And they're like, well, you know, we can move this guy around, this guy around. We can give you so-and-so. It's not a big deal, but we'd love to have him back. And then he'll be like, all right, like, can we sweeten the bonus a little bit? They'll kind of work out some numbers that makes both sides happy, and I think he'll be back. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hope, and I said this last week, I hope he comes back. Like, don't oh, get yeah. me wrong. Oh, I, of course, we, we don't want to believe. No, of course not. Because I think even if you are going towards, not even if, it just seems like they definitely are. Since you're going to that, you know, kind of more versatile, more, you know, mobile, quicker linebacking core, there will always be a place if you want it 
for a Dante Hightower type of a player, someone who uh, who can captain a defense, who's basically the oh, yeah. Devin McCourty of the linebacking core, where he can he 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 just has the instinct on when to rush, which, which hole to go into. For, for the most part, he did miss he did miss yep, it last time. That happens but, to everyone. Yeah, of course. I mean, it happened to him and McCourty on the same play, like that. that, that I mean, come on. But like, I just I I want him to come back, but it's to the point where if he goes somewhere else, I'm not gonna I'm. I can't criticize the team for not bringing him back because it's like they, I'm sure they have a number because they Hightower isn't the only thing they're looking at. And that's the thing I feel like as fans, we forget is that we want them to bring back everybody. You know what? We want them to sign the big names. We want them to sign, but it's like, this is like this I said, is, to start the show, go get everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Go get Devonte Adams who turned down 23 million bucks per year from the Packers, which I, I would have too. It's Devonte Adams. I would, I mean, yeah. you're going to, you're going to pay me less than Amari Cooper. Get, get the fuck out of here. And laugh. But I just, I, it's, it's a puzzle. And I think that there's so many moving pieces where it's so easy to be like, well, why didn't they just give, you know, Ted Karras three more million dollars. And it's like, well, this isn't last year where they had the money to spend. It's like, you, yeah, they we like spent all that money last year. Exactly. And, and on, for the most part, it was a very good hit rate. You hit on almost everybody you spent, even if they didn't produce to what you thought they would. I think that it's all going to come out well this year, but we it's still like, have a great starting wide receiver corp and two great tight ends. Exactly. And then people are also forgetting. It's like, Oh, if they don't get, you know, Allen Robinson, you know, DJ Chark was the name as well. If they don't get these people. It's like, they're still the draft guys. Like, yeah. Odds are they're going to draft one of the two guys from Alabama, whether it's Mechie or will I hope it's I hope it's Mechie, but it might be Williams as well. Um, Either way, they're going to do that. They can still draft linebackers. They can still draft a corner, which I think, to be honest, I I want them to get a corner more than I do right now than I do a wide receiver because with Jackson gone. I like, I mean, even if it There's is a like a Kyle Fuller, yeah, like, like you got to get someone, but again, they can draft someone there too. And then kind of, you know, go from there. But I don't, I don't know. I don't think things are as bad as Pat's fans are saying, but at the same time, it's tough not to, it, it's almost like a, like a double-sided like observation here because Double it's like, sword. yeah, because it's like overall, I'm still very happy with where the team is. I I haven't forgot how they looked last year. Like people for some reason now think that Mac Jones sucks, which I don't know where that, where that came from. Um, But like, I am pretty happy where this team is, you know, going into next year. Of course you got to fill holes, do all this stuff, but looking at it in the moment, it's kind of one of those things like, all right, guys, like I'll be patient. And but what's there to worry about realistically, too? Because we signed James White. What more do we need to a wildly friendly be team huge. deal? Wildly friendly team deal. He's good for at least six touchdowns next year through the air. He is going to be huge next year. People forget he was on pace for a record year for himself yeah. um, before he injured his hip. And like, I, he, he, like, he literally broke his hip, which I don't, I don't even know how. I don't know how you come back from that, but like, and I know yeah, people do. If anyone it always, can, it's him. it always freaks me out. Yeah, it is our Lord and Savior Himself, James White. Um, I, James White is going to be a huge, huge part of this offense moving forward. Um, but I don't. You, you mentioned that you had a couple guys that you thought maybe the Pats could target or, um, or you wanted them to. 
Uh, who who are they? Like, are you talking? Are you talking offense, defense? What, yeah, it's, what it's mostly offense. I mean, I was telling you about um, Jarvis Landry. Obviously, that'd probably be my number one wide receiver besides Allen Robinson that I'd like to go get. I think Jarvis is at that point in his career too, where he's like he started out really shitty on the Dolphins. Like they weren't winning anything. I don't think he even sniffed the playoffs. Went with the Browns, had one great year. They lost to the Chiefs on like a last second ballsy play by Andy Reid. He's he's got a taste of the glory, but he hasn't really got it. If we can get him on a team friendly deal, I think that's a perfect fit. Win-win for both sides. I also liked and we talked about this earlier Robbie Anderson as a potential trade piece just for picks and whatnot. If we can get him, I know you aren't crazy about him. He had a bad year last year. I, I won't cut it any other way. I drafted him in fantasy and caught him in like week eight because he just wasn't performing. But the year before that, he was extraordinary. It's just Robbie one of those Anderson years. Got, got, got nailed, right? He, he was one who got hit real hard, yeah, right? He got okay, crucified. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought so. And I think full, full disclosure, my, my, feelings for Robbie Anderson come strictly because I can only think of him as a jet and yes, I didn't, but he was kind of sick think, on the jets. I did. Yeah. But it's like, I didn't like, he was still on a shitty team. It's just like any, any yeah. good player who's on a shitty team. I'm like, I don't, I don't see Carolina from the year before though. And they had Teddy H2O under the bridge yep. type deal. Like yep. he, he a lot of deep balls. He's a speedster. I think just cause he had one bad year. I wouldn't rule that out. He just had some questionable quarterback play to start with. And then Cam came in a little too late and couldn't build chemistry with him. Obviously it's no fault of Cam's. I mean, I mean, it's probably, probably all the fault of Cam's. But, no, um, Cam, Cam took over late in the season. It's tough to build rapport with a, with a wide receiver. You don't really know. Tough to build rapport when you're not a good quarterback. Uh, who else? Who else? No, did you, that's definitely who else, not it. Who else? Who else? Yeah. Rob, I am coming around more on, Robbie Anderson, uh, not still just not so much on Jarvis Landry. I just, I don't, I, I like, I don't, I don't know. There's just something about him. Like, I think we already have Jacoby Myers, which is like a, le- a, a, a lesser than obviously, but like a lesser than Jarvis Landry. So I don't, I don't know. Again, I wouldn't hate it. It's one of those things, but I definitely wouldn't be like excited about it. Like I would just be like, oh, okay, cool. Jarvis Landry, like, like see i think jarvis landry's one that's worth getting excited about robbie anderson is kind of one of those things where you're like all right let's see how he does i think jarvis landry's a big play kind of a guy like that would be a whole new dimension of the offense you 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 can do anything with him and arouse just like our boy kendrick Bourne. he he can do everything true you might do like a double end around and like do get some all all weird shit with that and again i know jarvis Jarvis was hurt for a little bit last year too, if I remember. So yeah, he missed plenty of time. It is still like recency, like lenses that I'm looking at these guys through. So like, because I did like Jarvis Landry a, a few years ago before he went to the Browns. I was like, I would love him on the Patriots. He didn't come, obviously. Jarvis yeah. Landry wouldn't hate, um, but like again, wouldn't love Robbie Anderson. I'm starting to come around a little bit more on it because you know everything they say, like he is kind of a field stretcher, all that stuff, but. Still, like, I'm still not in love with any of those guys. You know, Allen no, Robinson that, is still the guy that I'm kind of. Of course, he's the big thing. At. He's the he's juicy right there. Like, that's the number one wide receiver name that you he's want. The one. But the Patriots haven't been a team like that for a while, where they go out and get like a big name. Like, no. they could very well not get a starting corner and just roll out there with like no name corners and play the season like that. We've seen them play with corners the okay. whole season. Where like. 
who are these guys that's defending? Mm-hmm. And they they usually do pretty all right, but most of the time it's like you got like Marquise Cole back there, Sterling Moore. Like, who the hell? Yeah, all these <laughs> random guys back there that you're not worried about. And they for the most yep. part have done the same with wide receivers. Like yeah, when they had Randy, Randy Moss and Wes Welker, they also had Sam Aiken, number 88. They had like a bunch of random guys that would just throw in there and they're like, you know, go catch some passes. That's mm-hmm. kind of how it works. So for the most part, I look at like smaller guys that can make like a big impact. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would, I think, I think that's, that's where they're probably looking now. Um, but yeah, either way though, I don't, I, it, it's just going to come down to who wants to come here because they're not going to outbid anybody. But, but yes, yeah, so you had Robbie Anderson, Jarvis Landry, anybody else in that position or anybody else on the offense or anything like that that you were looking yeah, at? Yeah, they were potential spots to fill the middle linebacker role if by some act of God Dante Hightower doesn't come back. I was looking at possible trades for a dude that I've looked at for a while. I really like the guy, and I don't know how much he's valued, but it seems like they're kind of fire sailing and getting everyone out of there. And that would be Taylor Martinez on the New York Giants, number 54. He used to be number 50 on the Packers. He's always been extremely solid, just one of the better linebackers at tackling. Like He's always just in there making plays. He's not really a uh, um, what's pass coverage kind of a guy. He kind of does the same thing as um, – or is it Taylor Martinez? I think he was a tight uh, quarterback in college. Blake Martinez. Blake yeah. Martinez. That's yep. it. I'm losing my mind. Just my yeah. phone just locked. And it's not yeah, no, I was just going to say – Blake cause I, Martinez. Cause yeah, I Taylor Martinez, old and... quarterback for Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, let me see. Um, yeah, so that's what it is. So he is using the final year of his contract. Not sure if the team wants to do with them, if they want to trade him, cut him, anything like that. So, yeah. He they're is, selling everyone because apparently they don't have there. enough money to even fill out the roster. I think they have like 44 guys or something like that, and they don't even have enough money to sign the entire 53-man team. So they got rid of nope. Evan Ingram. Atrocious. They're, if we think we're in cap hell, they're in cap you know, whatever, they're, where people in hell under, go now. under hell. Yeah. yeah. There were, there were ever Hitler and Mussolini and Genghis Khan and all those psychopaths go Jeffrey Dahmer. They're in that section of hell when it comes to cap space, they're absolutely screwed. So I look at players that are for teams that are like basically screwed and they're just trying to sell house and start over. And that's a dude that I think is very capable. He's a veteran could step right in, whether it's a one-year rental or he likes it and hangs around. I'll take him for even a one-year rental because we are just waiting for our bright spot linebackers to sprout their wings and fly. Damn right. We are. You're damn right. We are. And I think, I think we get them. I think we get them. Do you, do you have uh, there was also from the Jags. Uh, they, they released miles Jack. Uh, yes. That so I saw that today. I didn't write that down on my list. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's a world beater. He's stellar. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would ever cut a man like that. That guy has a knack, a, a hound, a blood nose for the basketball or football. Sports. Probably the basketball too. He seems Probably. like an all-around he's type of guy. I would. He played I running back in college him. too. Dude's a psycho. I would. I would love him to come here. And I know it was probably a money thing. I mean, that's why you have all these players who are good, who become available. It, it, it normally comes down to money. They have oodles um, of money. They must've just not wanted to give it to them, which is yeah, blasphemous they're, to me. They're spending all this money and it's like, cool. So now you guys are going to go like seven and 10 with like a, a with like a not nice, even. with like a nice looking team. Like spend all that money for Christian Kirk when he's just going to get underthrown by Trevor. Poor Lawrence. Christian Kirk, man. He, he, Jeez. his career is going to go. Not that it was even that high. Like, again, I feel like with, with free agency, we talk about some of these players. Like we, 
we overrate like how good they are or their talent level just because it's like a recognizable name. Like, you know, Christian Kirk, people know the name and all that. Yeah. He's good. Don't get me wrong. But people, it was almost like last year when people were talking about like Marvin Jones or what's his name. Um, the, okay, the other okay, one. Okay. That, I won't take any Marvin Jones slander on the show. No, I no, I like him. him. I wanted him. I, I want him. Good. But like, it's just how people did. were talking about it. And then, uh, no, not uh, Galloway, but uh, whatever is it. Was oh, with a Kenny Galladay. Galladay. Yeah. People, he, he was the number one receiver and people were talking about him like he was fucking Jerry Caught Rice. One touchdown this season. And I was like, what? So like, I, like, I kind of found myself being like, yeah, let's get him." But I was looking around like, why, why do we, why do we want him? But yeah, sure. Let's, I, I hope we get him. Like, I'm not sure why we want him. Like, I feel like, like people, and that is what free agency is. It is in you overpay for people because you know, you're outbidding people. It's like, basically, you know, you're at an auction, but yeah, Christian Kirk, buddy, I, um, I'm sorry. That ain't it. That just ain't it. Hey, at least he's rich. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's rich. Yeah. Whatever. But, um, yeah, DJ chart gone. Amari Cooper's gone. Um, there were, I forgot. There there were a couple other people that were gone, but I forget who went where and all that stuff, but, but yeah, like the wide receiver markets, iffy linebackers though, linebacker, but like you said, though, Blake Martinez would not mind having him at all. I like him. I remember seeing, he was one who had kind of like the hair coming out of his helmet. Right. If I remember correctly, didn't he kind of have like that? I don't I think? remember. I don't know. I Not that I recall anyway, but I might be, I might be wrong. It might've been hallucinating. Yeah, no, nope. It was me. I am. I am wrong. But yeah. Yeah. Blake Martinez. I'd like him. Who else you got? Oh, let me see who else I got here. Um, so there was, sorry about this. Trying to see if I, I keep refreshing oh. Twitter too to see if there's anything else going on. Nothing, no news yet, guys. Yeah. Proceed. I got uh Corey Littleton was released from the Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. I don't like particularly Corey Littleton. He's never jumped off my screen as somebody who's a real difference maker, but the numbers are pretty decent and the success that his teams had kind of speak for himself. He's on the uh who he was on the Rams when they went to the Super Bowl against us. Mm-hmm. Then I think he was on the Niners and then I think he was on the Raiders and all those teams have had success. He's held it down at the position. He's been a starter for all winning teams. If we're just going to get a guy that's kind of middle of the road, I'd like him to be only on winning teams and have shown that he can play at the highest levels in the playoffs, in the Super Bowls. I wonder if he went to the Super Bowl with the Niners and lost too. I think he was on the Rams at that point still, but um, he uh, he's just like a middle of the road guy that I was like, all right, it's worth watching, especially because he got cut. Now we can completely restructure a deal. If he was willing to take a cheaper option to win, he just strikes me as one of those guys that the Patriots could get. Yeah. So Corey Littleton, he, let me see. No, he did not go to the Super Bowl with them. No, with the Niners, he went with the Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went with the Rams. Yeah, he was with the Rams. Rams. Rams went with them. Yeah, yeah. Then he went to the Raiders. Then obviously has. Oh, okay. So he didn't even play for the Niners. I don't know where that. No, goes. no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, no. See, I wouldn't mind again. Like, I don't, I don't think that the Patriots right now they need to get these huge names or huge like matt obvi- yeah obviously if i want a huge name i say bobby wagner 
exactly. Which I mean, I still like. I if if Bobby what if Bobby Wagner I mean, comes, we're to not going to hate if, if one of the top linebackers in the league comes to the Patriots. I would Bobby love Wagner. that if he ends up coming here. I'd be he's, like, he's I am still the man. I am fine. If you top one hundred player easily, can you imagine? Like that would like you replace. Dante High. I think Judon reached Wagner. out to him too. Actually, oh, he did. He did. He reached out to him. He reached out to Allen Robinson, DJ. Try. He's reached out to everybody. And then, like, he woke up today, or I don't know if he woke up, but like when he got onto Twitter today, he did the thing where he was like, "All right, let's go." And it was like a meme of or like a gif of someone like cracking their knuckles, like sitting back down to the computer. <laughs> like, dude is just trying to get everybody to come here. That's and then you awesome. have, you had one of the stupid, idiot local media people retweet him and be like. Gotta wonder if Belichick likes this, you know, uh, a player, a player, you know, kind of reaching out to, you know, the targets that the team may want. Shut, shut the hell up. Shut up. Yeah, I am a thousand percent sure that Belichick is fine with this. You want to know why? Because it's happened before. So, yeah, shut up. Just it's just just shut up. Why wouldn't you want your players advocating for your team to get? better players whether you have a chance of getting them or not what's the what's the negative what's the downside of judon being like yo alan robinson what is you doing hilarious it's like what is it because like oh no we you don't want people knowing the patriots are going after these people guess what buddy just assume the Patriots are going after yeah. it. Like, just but that There's doesn't. Ru- every, everything in the offseason is a rumor anyway. No one knows oh, shit. God, well, exactly. That's just like people were saying that what's name Deshaun Watson was meeting with the um with the Niners, and then reports yeah. came out literally five minutes later saying, yeah, no, that's not true. He's not meeting no. with the with the Niners, which he shouldn't because you would kill any chance you have of Trey Lance developing into anything. You you cut yeah. his legs but out right. That's fine because you get the Michael Jordan of football, so. Deshaun Watson is 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 very good. He is he is very good. He's I'm not gonna I'm not very gonna say good. He's a generational yeah. talent. Um touchdown Jesus. Speaking of Deshaun Watson, Brandon Cooks. What's going on with him? Is he still think, on he is is he still he, on yeah. the Texans? He's under contract. Would not hate that trade at all. If if that's the no, if that's God, the no. only move the Patriots make a receiver, fine with it. I have always loved him on it. Like him. And then obviously maybe you draft someone too. Cause I think no matter what, yeah. they're going to draft someone. Um, I would. Love I mean, we talked about that Brandon. a bit ago. Brandon cooks has an open door policy in Foxborough. Come and go as you please. Yeah. You can trade for you. You can leave. You can come back. Doesn't matter to me. I, I love the dude. I'll pick him up. It does not. Uh, let me see here. There we go. You sounded there like ET. Yeah, no, did you hear that? Yeah, did you hey. hear that? You know, I don't know. It, it was it was like coming from my headphones. It was weird. I heard it too, and I was like, it's "Why strange. do I sound like an alien?" All of a sudden, it's like phone. Home. I don't know. You know, okay. you know what that was? That was probably Belichick cutting off my audio because he's upset that I'm talking about people that 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 yeah, he might go no, sign. You should you shouldn't advocate. You shouldn't speculate. So stupid. So stupid. Um, but yeah, okay. Who um who who else you got on your little list that the uh, that the Pats might get should get could get should target and this is my last linebacker that i have on this list and i don't know why i was so transfixed on the linebacker position but to me come one come all right over here i got jordan hicks former philadelphia eagle and basically current just cut leaving the arizona cardinals 
Dude's a big baller. He's a playmaker, a defensive general. He's one of those regulators, a mount-up kind of guys that everyone gets ready. He is stacked, has everything in the book that you need for a middle linebacker, makes plays in the passing game, tackles like a motherfucker. He tackles like he's a New York City police department cop takes people down perfect talk roll tackles dude's a bad man and i would love some 58 in a celtics uniform wouldn't hate it wouldn't hate it at all whatsoever i think i i think it's good that you're bringing up linebackers because i feel like the patriots any sign any signing other than receiver that they're gonna make in free agency is linebacker Defensive line or offensive line. I think that's yeah. that's it. Um, defensive line, by the way, I don't think we brought him up last episode. Uh, Trey Flowers, um, former Patriot, obviously went to the Lions. The Lions said yep. that they were going to release him, that they were going to cut him. Um, I would love that reunion. I would love it. If of you course. have Judon, Flowers How many times on each side, Barmore on the inside with Lawrence Guy in there too. I don't even care who you have at corner. That's They're not even going to have to cover for that long. That's an awesome thing there. Um, oh, yeah. I would... I would love that. Uh, Von Miller's out there. Von Miller's not coming here, though. Von Miller's just not. He's he's not coming here. I would love it, but he's not. Um, trying to think. I don't know if I have anybody else that I would want them to get that I think they're going to get. Um, you said that was your last linebacker. You have anybody else? Yeah. So uh, there were... I saw a few articles that advocated for some people and I kind of picked and chose from some of these lists as well. So those were guys that I just kind of free flowing thought of guys that I have seen in my time watching football and would love to see them suiting up in America's colors of red, white, and blue for America's team. Huh? But when I America's look at real team, best believe I saw 98, five, the sports hub threw out an article about five guys that they would want and some of these names are absolutely heathenous. Some of these guys should not carry a football, shouldn't be anywhere near a stadium, and definitely shouldn't be paid any amount of money to be playing on Sundays. They wanted Desmond King, the cornerback from the Packers. Why? He's absolutely atrocious, really bad. He got scorched in week one, scorched in week two, scorched in week three, and everyone's joking that this dude should be cut historically not a great corner. And this year he had so many bad moments. I don't want him anywhere near. No, God, no. He's like the no. Eli Apple of that conversation. God, no. Yeah, no. atrocious. No, no, no. But before them, they had another Packers corner, which I talked about on the previous show as well. Rasul Douglas, mm-hmm. former Eagle, had a big year this year. I think mm-hmm. he is not a starting corner caliber cornerback name that gets you juiced up. You're not like, yes, no, Rasul Douglas leading our (laughs) cornerback secondary. No, that doesn't get you psyched up, but he did have one good year, like one exceptional year. He's been pretty solid other years. Last year, he was exceptional. So now is the time for him to go out and go to a good team. Unfortunately, because he played so well and so out of the ordinary form, he might demand a big Mm -hmm. contract. I don't know how realistic it is, but he was one of the guys I saw on this list where I'm like, all right, I agree. I would love to have him. I don't know if the price is right though. And then they had Harold Landry, the linebacker from Tennessee on this list who again, doesn't impress me Uh, less so than Rasul Douglas, obviously the different positions, but I don't think the money would fit with him either. No, I I don't know. I I feel like at this point, like people are kind of, and we're doing the same thing. 
you're just like re, you're you're looking at players and teams that you know have players who are on their last contract who are free agents things like that and it's like this player could fit let's see what's going on and it's like you it, it, it's crazy because we have no idea who the patriots are gonna sign what they're gonna do at all and i, and I think yeah. that's i mean that that's part of the confusion that's that's part of the frustration where it's like I wish I just knew like what this move, like, like why, like trading Shaq Mason, like doing all this stuff. Like, what are you, what are you getting? Like, are you, are you going out there to get like some sort of a, like you going out there to get a corner? Are you going like uh, what's the name? Darius Leonard or no, uh, is it Darius Leonard? No, that's, is that the corner? I no, he's he a monster. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I forget. Um, it's, it is Darius though. It's something Darius. I forget what it is. Um, but either Yikes, way, I have no idea. it was like, like, are you going to get someone like that? Are you just going to like, are you going to try to break the bank and get Chandler Jones back over here? Like, are you going, are, are you really going to go for Allen Robinson? Because I guess he is the piece that everybody's saying once he goes, every other receiver is going to kind of go pretty quickly afterwards. Yep. Um, and I don't like everything that I've seen is that the Patriots are still in on him. So it's like, I, like, I know that normally, you know, we talk about, you know, people have to take discounts to come here, but is he going to take a discount? Maybe like, maybe he's doing, I mean, he's been, he's been on some shitty teams. He probably wants to win. Right. Yeah, I don't think he will, but I'd like to see it. It happens rarely. It happens, but it's rarely. So I, I can't hang my hat on it. I look at smaller name wide receivers. There was one name in my notes that I overlooked too, and I mentioned him on a previous show as well. Jamison Crowder, the Jets wide receiver, yeah, projected yeah. to get a one-year, four-and-a-half-million-dollar deal. Nothing crazy. He's not going to break the bank for us. That's a guy that we could realistically get with just a movie. Like we said earlier, extend Hunter Henry, makes room for this guy right there. Yeah. Do you know anything about him? Yeah, I've, I've always liked him. I mean, and again, it's kind of like the opposite of the Robbie Anderson effect. Like, I've Jamison Crowder, I've liked him. I know him a little bit more because I have had him in fantasy before as well. So yeah. I know that he is he is like you know productive, maybe not fantasy wise, but he is he's good. Like I have he always seems to show up. I think I think he actually played well against the Patriots the last few times. So yeah, he, he seems to ball out against the Patriots a lot, which in my perspective of watching football, when a player balls out against a certain team constantly, that team usually tries to go get him, i.e. Russell Wilson against the uh, Broncos. But yep. I think Crowder's one of those guys where, he again, not a big name, but he's just the perfect Patriots player where he'll, he'll be signed in about 75 to 80% of Pats fans are going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? They won't remember playing him twice a year for the last couple of years, but gets low in his cuts, in-breaking, out-breaking routes, can run the whole route tree. He's not going to burn you over the top, but he, he's a route-running receiver, possession guy. Once he gets the ball in his hands, he can do a little bit of damage, but he's going to get open. Mm -hmm. Not big, classic Patriots receiver. We're not going to get these gigantic guys. It's uh, it's all skilled wide receivers that we want for us, and he was just one of the names that struck me, mostly because of the, his projected contract. I'm like, that's a guy we can get. That's a guy that's who's talented. Yeah, no, that's not if it one year, four million. I mean, that's not not bad at all. I wouldn't mind that because no. in, in that case, you can get him and then you can still like you can still do a bunch of other things. You know, it's not going to be like getting an Allen Robinson where you're essentially blowing all your cap on there and you got yeah, exactly. to continue. He's to make the move of the offseason. Yeah. And that's textbook. What you said earlier, exchanging a quarter for five Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't. 
the, the more I think about it, the more, of course, I would love to have Allen Robinson here. I think him being here, I think he can be a number one. Oh, but he is a number one. If, if he is here, though, you got to think the Patriots right now have just over 13 million in cap space. Of course, if they extend Hunter Henry, they get a few million more. Allen Robinson is going to take up the majority, if not all of that. You know, so yeah. say, I mean, because you got to think he's going to get what his cap hit is going to be what 15, 16, probably so. or, or something like that. Now, again, the Pats could always talk him into like, hey, listen, your cap hit's going to be 11 million. We're going to convert, you know, this is going to be a signing bonus. We're going to have incentives in there for you too, X, Y, and Z. I don't know if he'll take that. Like you said, I don't know if he, if he strikes me as someone who does or doesn't. I don't know him that well. Um, but, Surprise, I would, guess from no, 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 not anymore. We kind of fell out a little bit there, um, which is, which is fine. Uh, it is yep, natural it is. progression of friendship. You can't say yeah, it, is. Forever. It, it is what it is, but um, yeah, I would like him. But then at the same time, I'm kind of thinking the more I'm kind of talking and thinking through this, I'm fine. If they don't even get a wide receiver, use this money, get, you know, get another, um, you know, get an offensive lineman, you know, or get, um, get a linebacker, get a corner, get, you know, someone, someone who can start at that corner position. Again, you're not going to find a name that's as exciting as JC Jackson, but get someone there and then just draft a receiver. Because I think if you do draft, I, I have, I have to think that one of those Alabama receivers are coming here. Have to think that there's too much. In play. Says. There's too much in play. One, they're from Alabama. Belichick and Saban are best buddies. BFFs. So you got to think someone from there is coming here. I mean, the guy that the guy that um the um what's his name? The guy that we just got, um Mac Wilson from Alabama. Oh, is it Wilson? I said Brown earlier. I'm yeah, yeah, no Mac. Uh, yeah, no Mac Wilson. Yeah, no we. He Brown. is from Alabama. Came out in 2018. So, like, I'm sure that Belichick did his research talking to Saban. Like, hey, we're thinking about trading yeah. for this guy. You know, what can you tell me about him? Yeah, um, give me the dirt. Yeah, exactly. So I, I have to think that he's getting one of those receivers from Bama. So if he doesn't do anything in the wide receiver market and just kind of fills holes at corner, linebacker, line, whatever he wants to do, I'd be happy with that. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, want, I don't want him to spend all that money on a big name corner either because none of these big name corners are no. sure things. Like J.C. Jackson is the closest thing to a sure thing mm -hmm. that I can see. Like Chavarius Ward, no, he's not a lockdown corner. He's not going to get Ward you. Is gone. Uh, Chavarius Ward went to – let me see. I just looked it up. No way. He, he went to the Niners. Did he really? Wow. Yeah, he might yeah, actually well, be good there. Well, he is he is set to join the Niners. So I guess like he, he intends to sign a three-year deal worth up to $42 million, 26.7 guarantee. Yeah, no, he wasn't coming here. He God no. Damn. So, yeah, but so I don't know. Like, do you get, you know, do you get a uh, you know, uh, uh, your well, boy, none of the uh, other Razul. available corners, yeah, yeah, but like none of those corners, you, you can't spend all your money on a corner. No, that no, no, set, no, no. sets you up for failure because yep. none of them are guarantees anymore. Hell, you spend all your money on Stefan Gilmore, it's not a guarantee that he's going to be what he was before. So, I wouldn't even like doing that either. Yeah, no, you can't, you, you got a budget. They're not in a position to spend all their money on any on, you know, one person or even two people. So that's why it's one of those things where I am completely fine if they sign 
you know, average players or kind of your veteran players to, to, you know, plug and play. And then you draft to come behind those guys completely fine with that. Because I, I don't think that this team is in this hellscape that everybody seems to think they are like, yeah, on defense, of course, like, you know, JC Jackson's a big piece. Got to figure out what you're going to do with them. But I, there's going to be someone, whether it's a draft, whether it's a signee, something like that. The Patriots have never, you know, like they've never put so much stock into corners, you know, other than, I mean, Revis for the one year, Gilmore and JC Jackson. I don't count Ty Law because Ty Law was here before Belichick got here. So it's like, I don't like they they haven't. Belichick isn't going to put that as a priority. You know, he's more of, this is my scheme. I'm putting this here. I think that I can do better with you and your talent than other people can. Um, I, I think right now it's important to get some sort of linebacker and then kind of fill out. You obviously need to fill out your offensive line. And I think the linebacker is going to be handled through the draft for the most part. I think they, they draft um, what's his name? That guy. Oh, I can't think of his name. The um, wide receiver from Bama. No, the um, I am looking him up right now. Cause he was sent to, uh, to the, to, to a little a group chat thing there, but I, it was some linebacker from somewhere. I do think, that oh, they're gonna draft him somewhere. He's yeah, sick. yeah. No, you've never yeah. uh, you haven't you haven't heard of him. The um, yeah, I just him. Lloyd. The I name think was Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd. Is Who that a name? Because Devin Lloyd. That's a name, right? Isn't that the dude Aaron Hernandez killed? No, no, no. That was oh shit. Was it? I think I think it might have been. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. But it wasn't. Hold on, hold on. Shut up. Say, Shut up. He's probably going for a hefty penny in the market now. Yeah, no, it definitely, it, yeah, definitely. Um, no, I'm, <laughs> I, I am, I am almost a hundred percent sure that's the name, but I do think that they're going to end up filling like that, that role through them. It is Devin Lloyd, you son of a bitch. Looking at him Never right now, him. Devin Never Lloyd from Utah. Him. Yeah, this dude is like said to be like he is everything you want. He is, he's quick. He can kind of cover, do all this stuff. I've never heard of him oh, either, on. but I'm like, let's yeah, go. Everybody's talking about him. Bring him in. Um, oh, yeah, I'm not. I I don't know. I'm just not. I'm just not. Wor- oh wait, do you do you have any other names that you want to bring up? One. Okay. Who? Oh Jesus. So let me let me paint you a scenario here. They're looking like at you your said. fucking face. Who is it going to? No, be? no, no. This is a good thing. You, you you you. At the very least, you'll like it. So we don't sign any wide receivers. We don't really sign any offensive weapons. We focus on all the other needs, maybe get a lineman, fill out the defense, and then we just have scraps of money left. There is one guy quite familiar with New England, Super Bowl hero. He's a free agent. In his last game of last season, he had seven receptions, 113 yards, and two tubs. He had three touchdowns on the season. Two of those came in week 18. He had 200 yards. Half of those yards came in week 18. When this dude plays, he's still sick. He's just old. He's injury prone. Care to take a guess before I reveal who's behind card number one? He played. No, just tell me. Just tell me. He's on the Texans or was. He he was on the Texans. It's not Brandon Cooks. Who the fuck? It's a former Patriot. Great. A former. Oh, dude. Wait. Hold on. Who? No. Hold on. Shit. I feel. 
No, tell me, um, tell me, because I'm because I'm gonna sit here forever. Caught multiple touchdowns and multiple Super Bowls. Who caught multiple touchdowns and multiple right. Super Bowls? He caught at least a touchdown and who am every I Super not Bowl. thinking of? A touchdown and basically every Super Bowl that you watched growing up. Who? Danny Amendola. Oh God. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I mean, like, I wouldn't I, like I wouldn't. I would be excited. I'd be more excited about that than I would be about <laughs> about like Jarvis Landry for some reason. I don't know why. I really, that's bold. Yeah, that's, yeah, no, that. Yeah, see, no, that's I, dumb. see, that's what I was saying. At the very oh, least, exactly. you'll like it. Yeah, yeah, no, he's I, still balling. Like Got to give it to the man. He's still balling. Seven yeah. receptions, hundred thirteen yards, two yeah. tubs in the last. I remember game of the he like he like showed up towards the end of the year because I feel like everybody in Houston was like, "Fuck it, let's just let's just throw shit against what the wall." Danny, let's see what you can do. You can do a lot. Wouldn't wouldn't hate that, but he he would not be the Texans receiver I would want. But no, like if 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 he came here, I'd be like, ah, you know, I'm I'm happy with that. I don't I don't yeah. mind that. I'm 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 happy with it. Now again, I would still want them to draft someone. Still, no matter who they get, I want them to draft someone. I want that to be very clear. No matter who, I I need them to draft someone. But I'd be happy. I'd be happy. Um, th- let me look up those highlights. I bet they're sexual. Let <laughs> let me let me ask you before we um before we get out what what do you how do you feel what's kind of your overall vibe like what do you think is going to happen who do you think the patriots are going to get if you had to pick someone just kind of an overall like feeling about the patriots offseason moving forward right now with what they're doing and all that stuff How, however you want to take this whether you're thinking confidence level just how you think of the moves they've done so far all that stuff well my confidence isn't sky high. I'm certainly not like parading around the streets like the Patriots are the next great thing. I, I hold out hope. I am pessimistic right now thinking that we're completely fucked, but I think that there's large potential for us to get an Allen Robinson type, and we are saving all this cap space to get a big name. I think that money has to go somewhere, and I think it's most likely going to go to a bigger name than most would imagine whether it's a household superstar name that's up for interpretation but i think it's going to be one of the better guys in free agency at some sort of position i have faith the patriots are going to do something so if i'm predicting basically i'm saying they're basically running it back with the same team i don't think any of these trading nelson Aguilar rumors are true if anything we likely have the same receiving core from last year with some added depth of like somebody random like uh how he's signed now so he's not an option but kind of how the cowboys used cedric wilson last year when uh michael gallup got hurt they're like this dude steps in and he balls out we're gonna have random guys like a cedric wilson who will make a few plays here and there we will sign those guys to free agency definitely i so i think there is a big name coming in we're definitely still going to be good next year we're going to fill all the holes and bill i trust he's going to fill this roster out we're going to be fine but I think it's mostly small moves with one big, crisp, sexy name that you could throw on top of the package and be like, here you go, fans, be happy with this. I like that. I think um, same similar sentiment as you where I, I'm not, you know, I'm not running around, you know, fist pumping, being all excited about everything going on, but I do still think the Pats are going to be fine next year. I think it's, it's silly to think otherwise, um, but I think the name that the Pats are going to get, I think Bobby Wagner is going to be a New England Patriot. 
I think Bobby that's, Wags. that's that is Bobby my Hyde. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think that's gonna be like the splash signing. I don't think they make a big move for a wide receiver because I think Allen Robinson goes somewhere else. I don't think anybody else comes here. I think they end up drafting someone. Um, and that's the guy that they kind of use to move forward and all that stuff. Um, that's a I huge think, move, though. That's I think Bobby big. Wagner. I think he's the one because I. It's just Hightower. I feel like is going to be gone, so they're going to have to fill that hole somehow. Yeah, somebody's like Bobby Wagner's the next role. guys in. Bobby Wagner's good for that. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that you have Ronnie Perkins, future Hall of Famer, of coming in, but Bobby Wagner, I think, can kind of shepherd him to that. But I believe that is the name that you're going to get, or at the very least, you're going to get a bigger name on in the linebacking core or like maybe in the defensive line. I don't think yeah. you're going to get a big wide hey, receiver name. Bill's a defensive coach. He's going to take care of the defense, exactly. Cause, especially because I think he's handling the offense. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah, before before we leave, Bill Belichick supposedly going to be the offensive coordinator. I'm excited to see this. I don't think we've ever seen it. I'm excited. I don't think we have either. I think he's like, dipped his toe in the pool that is play calling. I'm sure he sees the field and the game developing and he'll go over to Josh McDaniels in his older role and be like, Hey, we should run this play. And Josh is like, yeah, that's a good call or no, I don't really like it. They'll take some and he'll leave some on the table. I'm sure Bill goes over and goes, you need to run this play right now. And he'll go, okay. Yep. Understandable. Don't fire me. Don't kill me. Don't bury me in the backyard or anything like that. Cause Bill's a terrifying dude. Now he's got full control. It's looking like this is all speculation. He very well could hire somebody, but if he just leaves the defense to his son and kind of goes, Hey, for the last, you know, four years or so, you and me have taken the defense son puts his hand on his shoulder. He's like, you're a man now. It's, it's all, all you. you. And Bill's yep. like, I, I'm going to be right over here, completely handling the offense. I trust you. You think the way I think you are my offspring, my flesh, blood. I put blood, sweat, tears, and semen into your mother to make you. Now <laughs> you go and fulfill your God-given ability, and that's to call defensive calls. I think he's going to be great. And Bill will completely take the reins on the offense. And why wouldn't we expect him to be great? He's a fucking savant. He's a genius. He's going to be out there with all these weapons that he went out and signed, Mm -hmm. that Josh McDaniels, you know, any way that he was restricting Bill Belichick is gone now. Bill obviously wasn't calling every play call, plus wasn't calling probably nearly close to every play call. Now he's got unheralded reign. He can go out there and really let the dogs loose. I'm psyched to see it, especially with the players that he holds near and dear like James White. It's going to be a James White heavy offense. It's going to be a lot of grit and grind football. And then he likes the big plays. He knows what guys are good at. He loves Kendrick Bourne. I can't imagine what is going to happen with them. Imagine if all of a sudden like the greatest – defensive coach in the league all of a sudden just shows that like yeah he can also coach offense would be that would so be awesome. funny because everyone's like I bill's can't. a head coach he's a great defensive coordinator you never hear anything about the offense never never do and i i hope i can't wait that is why i'm even more excited for next season that's why i'm excited to see who they sign in the weeks to come all that fun stuff i feel like it's going to be a crazy off season next season is going to be wild with everything going on oh it um, is i am I am excited. I am hopeful right now going into this. Um, I hope Danny Amendola is balling in these highlights right now. Sign this man immediately. I give this dude a super max. Holy shit. What a catch. 
All right. I think, uh, I think, I think, I think we're going to, I think, I think we're going to leave it on the Didn't Danny think they could put porn on YouTube. I think we're good. Uh, oh can't. my God. He mossed another dude. This is pitiful. Somebody stop this guy. Punch him in the dick if you have to. All right, people. This this was our first free agency episode. Um, St. Patrick's Day is in a another couple of days. One. Holy I shit, hope everybody has a good St. Patrick's Day. Please um, like her. Amendola. Okay. Amendola is is, is obviously Liam's this, guy now. This is television right here. Why I didn't why didn't I watch this game? This is fucking crazy. Oh my god. I feel like I'm watching a Liam Neeson movie right now. I'm on the edge of my seat sweating, but also really happy. For Liam McDade. For Danny Amendola. I am Mike Sullivan. Speaking for Danny Amendola. Um, and speaking for James White, who is on this team for two more years. Um we are Tuck Rule Takes. We'll see you next week. Hopefully next week we have a little bit more exciting news to talk about with the Patriots. Um, maybe Tom Brady retires again. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but we are Tuck Rule Takes, episode basketball. 34. Go watch some Danny Amendola highlights. We are out. Another one.